It's the Reprobate Travelcast, everybody. Welcome. I am on Twitter under Reprobate2012. That's Reprobate2012. And we have a Facebook fan page now, so check that out. It's under the Reprobate Travelcast. Yes, like us, if you will. I have Larry Ramey in the studio. We're here. I'm back. I'm having a great time. It's just fun to be uh, you know, somewhere close that I can travel to where you are. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I miss the old days traveling around the country with MCTD. We used to have an improv group, Larry and I. We traveled the whole country. And most nights That's I carried right. the group. That's right. You know. I mean, Loftus was funny, but I don't think he was as good as me. I, I have to say, um, you know, and just because he has uh, like a Comedy Central special and a career in L.A. Yeah, but I mean uh, that's that's that doesn't a lot prove of he got lucky. Yeah, that's so, a lot of mirrors and stuff to make that happen. Yeah, well, I'm kidding, of course. Loftus is a buddy of ours who was in the group, <laughs> and now he's doing great things out in Los Angeles. In Loftus Angeles, as we call it. It's going to be Loftus Angeles, hopefully. That'll happen one day. I'm thinking so. I think I just made that up right now, but I think it's going to be soon. I like it. You know, I think, Larry, we ought to just take the guitars, get on a bus, go to Vegas. We could do that. We don't even have to get in a, a van like we used to. Like you know, I'm We can get in my Honda. Your Honda is cool. And just drive to Vegas. Yeah. I mean, we could have a, a show and a lounge and just... Uh, you know, get out of this. We're in Columbus, Ohio. We're broadcasting from Columbus this week. Soon we're going to be in Virginia Beach, folks. Virginia Beach? Yeah, that'll be cool. We're going to be uh, broadcasting from Virginia Beach. And then uh, crazy. Tampa, Florida. And then, uh, I don't know, after that, maybe Vegas. Maybe I'll talk Larry into it. I'd like to live in a hotel and do something in the lounge downstairs, like an Elvis gig. You walk down, you know, have a meal, do the shows in the evening. You have a couple free shows for like 29 minutes. Yeah. done. Boom. Yeah, I think that would be the life for me. I mean, I, I like to play poker. I would have, like, what, 20 hours free a day. That'll give you some poker time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> let's let's. What are we this. doing here? Uh, well, we might have to uh, write a song. If we take a break and come back, we'll have one. I might be in any nation. I'm the guy who stole your bags at the Greyhound station People tell me that I'm wanted in Dayton I pissed the bed after drinking with Satan I'm a backpack apostle I've been sleeping in the hostel Got marijuana smoke all up in my nostril. I'm a reprobate rambler. Been like that my whole life. Degenerate gambler. So gentlemen, lock up your wives. Apparently, there's a news story... <clears throat> On travel.usatoday.com about room service in Vegas. Only in Vegas, crotchless panties from room service. He, um, yes, can you send me up a bottle of champagne, some caviar, and a pair of your finest crotchless panties, and it better be a good year. I'm the sausage king of Chicago. Meh. So... 
you know, I don't know how many times I've been traveling and I've, I've packed my bags and then I get there only to find that I forgot to pack my crotchless underwear. And I hate that. Well, at this hotel, at the Hard Rock Hotel, you could just order it up 24 hours a day. Crotchless underwear. Larry, I'm not making this shit up. Really? Okay. It's, quote, get love brochure placed in each room and a suite a few weeks ago features erotic items from the resort's Love Jones Boutique. They range from the peekaboo bra, $48, to skimpy French maid-style outfit. Okay, so you get these high rollers who have just, like, drank a bottle of Jack and got an eight ball in them, minimum, each. And they're up in their room, and they, and they get a couple hookers, and they're like, man, uh, this is great, but you know what? She's got to have a French-made-style outfit on. Boom. Order it up from Roosters. Blindfolds, $30. Rabbit fur handcuffs, $36. This is all stuff you can order from room service at the Hard Rock. Really? You can get that? You can get toys? The, yeah, these are forward-thinking, progressive people at the Hard Rock. That's pretty cool, really. It's really cool. Uh, Denine, I guess it's a girl who works there. Oh, here we go. Wait, I missed part of the article here. So far, um, the most popular item, one of the most popular items, is the $146 Turn Me On Vibrating Panties. Says Nicole Denine. Retail buyer for the resort. Why? There's such a novelty, Deneen says. The partner can get a hold of the remote control in a restaurant or club. Oh, so your girl puts these panties on and you're at dinner. And while you're eating dinner, you hit the button like, and, and she feels it. Oh, now that I've always thought would be a good idea. Well. To go to dinner and you can turn her from across the table. It's $146 to turn me on vibrating panties. You can order them up. See, this is what I'm saying, Larry. This is in Las Vegas. This isn't Ohio. It's a town for people like me. Yeah, it is. Did I talk you into it? Yeah, hell yeah. Are you going to go to Las Vegas? I would go now. I mean, after that song, I didn't know all that. Yeah. I mean, is that the truth? Larry, I wouldn't lie to you about it. When you move there, they give you a private jet. They let people keep fucking tigers as pets. Oh, yeah, I read that guy died. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. You should fucking go, dude. Oh, man, that is amazing. You can, I, I never thought about it like this. You like to gamble, right? Well, I could probably learn to gamble. You know, I, I, I don't yet. You like to gamble. Everybody like to likes gamble. to gamble. Yeah, sure, man. Well, yeah. Well, you can gamble 24 hours a day in Las Vegas, well, anywhere you want. And I get, They give you free food because you're gambling. I know that. So, and I like food, so... Dude, they have high rollers. Listen, they have movie stars. 
that make the four and a half hour drive to Las Vegas to gamble, right? And these movie stars demand good. Yeah, I'm recording. That that noise in the background is my dryer. Don't worry about it. Okay, it's fine. They can listen to my dryer. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's kind of gives it some ambiance. Mm-hmm. But uh, these movie stars hang out in Vegas. They don't want shitty food. They have the best food in the world there, brother. Oh yeah. In Las Vegas. Yeah, because I've been. We're there in Ohio, you. man. We were there with the with the group, and uh, you know, I just I'd never thought about staying. But now that you did this song, I mean, I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. Because this would be a change for me that maybe is just what I need. We could get a lounge show, you know, and just live in the casino. Yeah. Like a couple of hobos who finally made it. It would be like very, very well dressed, really with no watch, because they don't want you to know what time it is. So we would be like timeless hobos. Yeah. Uh, That's the life. caught in a really, really good lifestyle. Yeah, I would like not travel so much if I had a gig in Vegas and I could just stay there and gamble and shit. But yeah, you could make your money and get rid of it right there in the same place, with only two floors away. Right. I, I mean, I could be... I could just arrange it with whoever owns the casino. Look, give me a room and some food and a few bucks to gamble, and uh, I'll just give your money back to you. I'll just give your money back. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be and, and I'll fucking do three shows a night. Yeah. Uh, whatever you want. One show a night. Whatever. Tell him. I'll be their monkey, too. Okay, we're back. Um, Larry's still doing his laundry. That's that uh, noise in the background. Is my dryer. Um, here's a news story. Uh, if you follow this show, you've heard me talk about this roller coaster they built in Great Britain. That They put the crash test dummies on this roller coaster that they built. And the dummies come back with limbs missing. So it's like a limb-ripping roller coaster. And what's crazy about it is they sent these crash test dummies through. They come back with missing limbs, and they go, we need a second opinion. So they they got these British soldiers to get on the coaster that just ripped the limbs off these things. And they're like, I'll give it a go. No way. Yeah. And they said it was, this, the, and they were quoted as saying, they came back safe, but they said it's scary as hell. Well, here's the, some funny news, I guess. They're building more of these roller coasters. Where in the United States? Hey, you know we need more roller coasters that rip people's limbs off. Yeah. So, <laughs> they're building more limb-ripping Roller coasters. <laughs> so you won't have to go to Europe to have your limbs ripped off in a horrible roller coaster right a- accident. You can do it right here. And you, and you say this ain't the best country in the world. Hell no. Shit. So there you go. There's an interesting story for you. We'll be right back. So, Larry, what do you have on the horizon? What's coming up for you? Are you going anywhere? Are you planning any travels? Uh, tomorrow I'll have to uh, go over to the north end of Columbus, so, uh, but I'll already kind of be at the north end of Columbus from my uh, apartment. It's only like a two and a half miles, so probably not a lot of travel. That's sort of a travel, a two, two and a half miles. It's good because I only spend like uh, about $1.89 in gas, so, you know, because it's very, very short, so that's not much travel. But, you know, there are other things coming up. I haven't talked to you into Vegas. 
I, I, I'm thinking about Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So if I get us a gig, you'll go. Yeah. All right. Well, I've done it before. You heard them, folks. I would go. This is a really weird episode. I'm going to uh, continue recording when you leave. Larry's got to go. Um, but thanks for stopping by, Larry. I'm oh, going to yeah. continue this episode without you. Sorry. Well, that's okay. That's good. It's, you're, it's... you're like the um, the black guy in the cop movie that gets killed in like the first scene, and, <laughs> and I'm your white partner who was just about to retire, and I have to avenge you. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be written out of something really important. Yeah. So like, it's cool, man. Thanks, thanks for. Hey, having no me problem. In. Yeah. That happens to black dudes in horror movies too. They always get killed. Or... Thanks, Jake, for having me in. Yeah. That's not even no, in the A. Oh, you're way. You're, yeah, you're somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it'll be a long way to travel to get from that harmonica to this key. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Any, any last words? Um, any message a, to the listeners? I, well, I, I, I like what you always say, and I haven't said it a lot. Smoke weed? Is what, do you do any drugs, Larry? No, actually You're not, not a drinker, either. No, I do uh, omega-3 oils. Yeah, uh, I got some omega. I'll get that all everything cookie, which is kind of like one of the uh, like a like a bagel that has everything on it, except it's a cookie, and I have that, and that really gets me there. So <laughs> that, but it's got like carob chips and um, nuts and uh, raisins. Where's the most exotic place you've ever been? The most exotic place? Yeah, uh, Canada. That's not very exotic. No, it, it wasn't. As a matter, <laughs> as a matter of fact, yeah, it wasn't. I should do something. With, you should. With, yeah. I mean, I've traveled around the country with you guys, but I want to do more. So I would go to Vegas because that's way out of the country. It might as well be another country. It's so far away. Yeah, kind of. It's like a world away, but it's so worth it when you get there. It's so fun. Well, it's like an amusement park. I'll go if you can find the gig, and we'll we'll have a Vegas show, and I'll I'll do it that one with you. All right. Well, we'll be back after these Thanks, messages Jake. from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors, jackass. We're back. Larry's gone. It was nice to see him, though. It's always good to see Larry Ramey. Welcome back to the Rep- Reprobate Travel Cast, a show for people to travel. I read an article. I wanted to talk about this real fast before I close down today's episode. It's, uh, this is from CNNGo.com. Seven myths about traveling in Thailand. I've been to Thailand, so I can tell you firsthand whether this article is real or bullshit. On today's episode of Real or Bullshit. All right, here's your seven myths about traveling in Thailand. The ice will kill you. I don't know if it'll kill you. It might make you shit your pants. Um, This says, not many Thais... I'm reading directly from the article. Not many Thais drink tap water, nor do they make ice with it. So there's no real need to spend your holiday drinking warm Coke. If you're worried about contamination, the safest thing to do is look for the circular ice cubes with a hole through the middle. These ones are made in a factory with filtered water and are perfectly safe for con- consumption. I got sick on water over there when I was over there in, in uh, Thailand, but it was I was in Cambodia, actually, not Thailand, when I got sick from, I think, the water. I don't know. It could have been a number of things. 
Number two, all solo male travelers are sex tourists. This is a myth. That's definitely a myth. Uh, if, if that was a sex tour I was on, it was the worst sex tour in history. I didn't get laid once. Actually, I traveled with a, a group of males, and none of us picked up a hooker or were on a sex vacation. One guy had sex, but he was... It was a regular girl he met. She wasn't a, a hooker. I mean, that stuff goes on over there. You'd be at the airport and you see some fat, bald douchebag with like a 17-year-old supermodel. Yeah, that stuff happens, but didn't happen to us. And that's not why we went. You know, it's so insulting. I'll tell people that I've been to Southeast Asia and they, were, and, you know, they automatically assume that I went over there to be a fucking pervert, you know, like I can't be a pervert in the United States, but that wasn't, uh, no, that, that's ridiculous. I was afraid to fuck anything over there. The HIV rates through the roof. You got to be careful. So that's definitely a myth. Number three, everyone is out to scam you. This is a myth about Thailand. Everyone is out to scam Oh, people think that about Thailand? That everyone's out to scam you? No, I think you're thinking of the United States. Um, yeah, there were people there that tried to scam you. But they might try to sell you something more than scam you, I think. Number four, everything in Thailand is dirt cheap. That's a myth. Some things are expensive. Some places are expensive. Cambodia, Laos, those are pretty cheap still. It's cheaper than here. I'll tell you that much. Cheaper than the United States. Number five, you could always buy your way out of trouble. I don't know if that's true or not. I never got in any trouble. Um, it says most people you have seen... Most people have seen enough locked up in Thailand to know that drugs are illegal here, yet some still choose to take... The risk and pay dearly. Yeah, I think if you're trafficking them, you probably might have trouble, but you probably won't get in trouble for smoking a joint. I don't think you'll get in much trouble for personal use. I didn't. I mean, people were trying to sell us weed everywhere we went. The Southeast Asia used to be tough on stoners, and then it really hurt their tourism industry, and they can't have that. That's like their, their big... That's their whole deal is tourism so you probably can buy your way out of stuff as long as you're not doing anything overly ridiculous just uh, you know be sensible do, be, be, do, do what you would do anywhere you know number six Thailand is not kid friendly I don't know if that's a myth or not I didn't <laughs> I didn't see a lot of kids that were like tourist kids maybe one or two but um, according to this article, CNNGo.com, it says that it's got a reputation for sin seekers, but in reality, it's it's fantastic. I could see that. There's elephants you could ride, wildlife, water parks, amusement parks. Yeah, I could see Thailand being a really cool place to take your kids, actually. So that is a myth indeed. Thailand is not kid-friendly. Myth. Number seven. By giving money to street kids, you're helping them. Uh, that is a myth. 
I understand that it's tough to not give a crying kid money, but that mo- those kids don't see that money. The um, gangsters take it, I guess, from what I understand. You're better off if you want to help those people. Give money, uh, and this article even says this, give money or time to one of the local organizations trying to help Thailand's less fortunate. Go to an orphanage. They have tons of them over there. Buy the kids a meal like Greg James did when he was over there. You can help those people, but uh, don't do it from the kids like waiting at the checkpoints and, you know, don't just give it to random kids because those kids are reporting back to somebody and they're taking all the money. So you're not helping the kids at all. And those are your seven myths about Thailand. Do you have an interesting story? If you do, then tell us. You can tell us on our fan page. That's the Reprobate Travelcast fan page on Facebook. Another hiccup. Just a single hiccup. I had one of those earlier. Usually hiccups come in like 30 or 40 or 100 years all day. You can really turn into a mental case. But that was just a lone... Just a, a single hit. What the fuck is that? Nobody knows. It's one of the, it's one of life's mysteries. Well, let's see what else is in the travel news. I usually go to uh, msnbc.com for a lot of my travel headlines. Pretty good site. Two U.S. men arrested on gay cruise in Caribbean. Way to represent, guys. Luxury resorts rebound from bankruptcy. Oh, thank goodness. I hate to see those people and their yachts go hungry. Actually, uh, I am glad to see the resorts rebound because that's a good sign. That means people are getting back out and spending money, hopefully. Foreign tourists to U.S. hit record in 2011. You got people from all over the world coming to check us out. And we could use their tourist dollars, that's for sure. I understand we have a lot of Mexican tourists coming here and getting jobs. <laughs> uh, what else? Manufacturing plane lavatories turn into two day delay. Oh, no, I misread that. That's malfunctioning plane lavatories. Uh, otherwise, it, what I said doesn't make any sense at all, does it? Actually, I guess it could. Malfunctioning plane lavatories turn into two-day delay. Let's read. And you thought a typical 13-hour San Francisco to Shanghai flight was long. Passengers on Shanghai-bound United Airlines Flight 857 were diverted to Alaska's Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport. Ted Stevens. I should know that name, and I don't. I don't know who that is. I I think I went to school with Ted Stevens. I'm Ted Stevens. Teddy Stevens is late for school. But, uh, okay. Passengers on Shanghai-bound United Airlines Flight 857 were diverted to Alaska's Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport on Sunday because of malfunctioning lavatories. The first of many problems that resulted in a two-day delay. The broken toilets were detected about three hours after takeoff. So you're in the air and you can't take a shit. Oh, boy. The flight crew elected to divert to the nearest available airport, which was Anchorage. 
Once in Anchorage, the 262 passengers shit their pants. No, that's not what it says. The 262 passengers sat on the tarmac until 8 p.m. before deplaning. We provided our customers with hotel accommodations and meal options, United said in a statement issued to MSNBC.com. However, because of the late hour and the overwhelmed airport staff, it took hours for passengers to receive their vouchers. The Anchorage delay news reported. It was 10 or 11 p.m. before we had our meal vouchers. Everything was closed by the time they got their vouchers. Oh, that's a travel nightmare. A second plane arrived Monday. I guess that's the next day. Or was it two days later? Uh, But then there was a computer problem. And they were stuck on the tarmac. So then it didn't take off at all. A third plane shows up. And it finally takes off. And we sincerely apologize to our customers for the delay and are fully refunding their tickets, United said. Yeah, I don't know if a refund's enough. It's funny, these companies do horrible things and then they try to just get, give you like the least bit of compensation. And I do believe these people deserve compensated. The plane's supposed to take off at a certain time, go to a certain place. We expect the planes to run on time. You've already got a... 800 people crammed into a little area with no leg room because you're trying to save money on tickets, you know. Travel's already becoming less and less comfortable without two-day delays and lavatories not working and people not getting their meal vouchers until hours later when the restaurants are all closed, you know. What else does this guy say? We are also actively reaching out to our customers to offer additional compensation. Okay, then. Well, let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. So no matter how bad, I think the one thing I learned was from that article is no matter how bad your vacation was, that one was pretty shitty. Your plane would pretty much have to crash for your vacation to be any worse than that. So keep that in mind next time you get a little delay or whatever. Okay, I had to take a quick time out. There was a lady at my door trying to deliver phone books. And I said, I don't need a phone book. I've got the Internet now. Why would you even need a Yellow Pages when you have the Internet? That doesn't make much sense, does it? I've got 35 phone books in my house, and I don't use any of them. It's like the show Hoarders or something. I had to throw away 147 telephone books. Why? I mean, they should just outlaw phone books now. You should have the internet, unless you're living in a cave or something. I mean, who needs the yellow pages? I use them to stand on when I'm changing light bulbs. That's why I use my yellow pages. That's the only time they're ever useful. So, I had to tell her to kiss my ass. Here's another article from MSNBC.com. This comes from the New York Times. Tour on Asia's wild side. Tour operators offering adventurous travelers new itineraries. We're talking about traveling Asia. I'll probably be back one day. Let's see what this says. Cultural transcenders. Transcenders? Boy, I am not reading anything right today. 
cultural trendsetters have long flocked to Asia for a taste of exotic cuisine, bustling cities, and mystical temples. Now, adventurous travels turning to the region's wild frontiers for stunning natural landscapes and wildlife diversity. People see a few temples and then want something else, said Joe Walston, executive director for Asia Program for the World Conservation Society, which works to protect Asia's wild places with governments and communities through ecotourism and other initiatives. Tour operators are responding with new itineraries, including luxury tiger safaris. I have a friend who just wrote to me from India who went on a luxury tiger safari, said it was awesome. And these are in the jungles of India and bird watching in Cambodia's northern plains. Here's a look at some of the newest areas that are opening to tourists. This should be cool. The northern plains of Cambodia. Yeah, I, I think I drove through there. And boy, I have to say, Cambodia is beautiful. It's just miles and miles of jungle. I mean, serious jungle. Mist up on the hills. If you could picture that. Just beautiful. Hot as balls, though. I mean, my testicles were sweating the whole time. Ball sweat. Yeah, I said it. Once a stronghold of the Khmer Rouge, the remote and sparsely populated region is one of the few remaining places in Cambodia where animals like Asian elephants, leopards, and wild cattle roam freely, while commercial hunters and logging continue to threaten the region's forests and wildlife. The Wildlife Conservation Society has been working with the government of Cambodia to protect the area and the animals that live there. Good. Including critically endangered bird species like the giant ibis and the white-shouldered ibis, which had nesting sites in Tmatbui. T-M-A-T. Leave it to the Cambodians to put the letter T and the letter M together in a word. Tmatbui. That must be a silent M, Matbui. It's an isolated village. Thailand's Southern Wilds is another cool place. Most tours of Thailand consist of a visit to Bangkok for its nightlife before heading to Chiang Mai for elephant camps and trekking. John Wilson, we've had him on the show, spoke very highly of Chiang Mai. It's supposed to be a really modern, awesome town. They hit places like Phuket, P-H-U-K-E-T, Phuket. But Thailand also has an extensive protected system of parks and wildlife sanctuaries. Pretty cool. It's worth checking out, folks. Luxury safaris in India. Let's read about them. A joint venture between luxury group Taj Hotels, Resorts, and Palaces and Safari experts called And Beyond created India's first luxury tiger circuit in the central Indian state of Madhya Pradesh. I think I'm correcting that. I'm, I'm probably not pronouncing that right. The circuit visits four lodges, including uh, blah, 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 about $5,700 a person. It starts off as, at, wow. But you ride on elephants and four-by-fours through safari, uh, on, on safari. That's neat stuff. Panda trekking in China is also a new one tourist uh, destinations a lot of people are checking out that would be cool 
just going to China would be really cool, I think, let alone going to see bears, you know. So if you're looking for a place to go travel, Southeast Asia, Asia in general, is the place, I guess, according to the New York Times. If you're into that kind of wildlife getaway, and I know I am, I would love to do stuff like that, wouldn't you? But that's our show for today. I've rambled on long enough. If you have a travel story, like I said before, check us out on our Facebook page, the Retro Reprobate Reprobate Travelcast on Facebook. We're on iTunes. We're everywhere. You can't avoid us. Thanks for listening, everybody. Safe travels, and as always, smoke weed. <laughs>